Welcome to the worst of the best podcast. You wanted the best. Well, they didn't freaking make it. So here's what you get from Canada Ryan and Jason. Welcome to another episode of the Worst of the Best podcast. I'm your host, and with me, of course, today is Jason, the co-host of the show. Uh, for the most part, uh, the only time I ever replace Jason is when he's on a vacation, traveling across the globe or in the Grand Canyon and things like that, which we're going to talk about today, folks. Yeah, I want to say something about the Grand Canyon. So the reason why I was a little bit late coming to you is I think I accidentally deleted just moments ago about 600 pictures including my grand canyon trip off of my memory card oh no yeah i have edited 20 pictures from my trip and i got like right. hundreds of more to not that i would edit all of them but uh i got a lifetime of pictures on that card and I scrambled and bought a recovery program for a hundred bucks, <laughs> hoping, and it's oh, working no. in the background. Yep. I, it just, that's okay. why I was late, Ryan. Actually, I meant to bring that up. I, I was like, I got to get this going because I'm panicking that I may have oh, no. deleted my vacation, other than what's on my cell phone and what I've edited sure. already and saved. I clicked on the f- wrong folder. Wow. And Very boomer of you. I know. Uh, I'm like, that folder didn't have 600 pictures in it. It had 20 pictures of random seagulls at the beach. And I, when oh. I saw 600 pictures, I'm like, and I can't find the Grand Canyon. Anyway, so I'm a bit of a panic right now in the background of my mind sure. and in my heart and in my soul. But yes, we will talk about places that are amazing to visit. The Grand Canyon is one of those places, but not on this list today but uh yeah yeah it's not on this list there's of course the world's big and there's hundreds and hundreds of places to visit in the world but so the grand canyon maybe should have even almost been on this list we're gonna get into that list but before we do and jay sorry about your car hopefully that recovery system yeah. works so everybody uh, send me positive thoughts <laughs> thoughts or prayers not, to jason's memory card <laughs> if not i just recovery. have to go back i was just gonna say it. just gonna have to go back and redo it yeah yeah all right, we got a comment on our uh, Facebook page on our last episode of the Iconic Singers. That was a very popular episode uh, from Katie. She said, fantastic episode, guys. While I don't understand the Nirvana hate, she goes, Nevermind is one of the few unskippable albums ever. I very much appreciated the rest of the discussion. And, of course, I said, thanks for listening. Uh, she did pick The Who. Roger Daltrey was the one that she would pick for her worst. I thought that was a fair comment. The who? Yeah, Robert. Because I'm indifferent to a degree. Yeah, I'm indifferent. Um, yeah, and I get it. We Jason and I talked about this offline before we started the episode about Katie's comment that we think some of it has to do with age as well. Katie's younger, and I think when we were a little bit older, when that album came out and established in our hard rock, hair metal type soundscape of music that we quite enjoyed, there's a part of us that saw this young kid come in and upset the system a little bit. So I, I would imagine that. Pl- probably played a little bit into it oh we, then, we were into nirvana for a month you yeah, know what i mean we, we got 
yeah we said we listened to that album like i yeah. listened to the album like she said i didn't skip a song except for again i skipped Polly cracker whatever that song was i skipped that one even back then but yeah i listened to it as well like every, every other teenager i was wrapped up into it but it, it like burned in quick and burned out fast yeah too. exactly like, yeah it yeah. was okay. it doesn't age well yeah oh yeah thank you katie so much <laughs> but yeah it's just funny we should just continue our nirvana hate yeah i think every, every episode we'll bring it in them. yeah <laughs> Okay, we got another email. Actually, so thank you, Doug, for uh, reaching out to us. And I've said, guys, send us an email. We want to hear from you. And he had uh, some great, great stuff here. So he goes, Ryan and Jason, there are two better podcasters to cover the top rock focus of all time. Fantastic job. And if you'll indulge me, I'd like to mention two glaring omissions in the top rock vocalist discussion. And yeah, oh, we offer that challenge. There is a lot. So we want, but we want yeah. to hear your thoughts of who you think was missing because. We could have done a hundred singers, maybe or at least fifty, right? Yeah. He goes on to say, one you mentioned during your grunge conversation, and that is Lane Staley of Allison Chains. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He and Chris Cornell are very underrated because they got lumped in with the grunge era, yes. which a lot of music people think was a bunch of talentless people jamming power chords and shouting to a mic. That's true. It wasn't just like that. No, you had people like Chris and Lane who were just incredible vocalists. And they were actually more hard rock anyway. It's so weird. Soundgarden was heavy metal rock. It was hard rock. A lot. Of, it was just heavy chords. Yeah, that's odd. I, I really just wish there wasn't that term grunge. I think that would have solved a lot of issues of for people. Yeah, I think there was a time. Wasn't it called like mud metal or something like that? Or no, you're thinking mud mud honey or there was a band called Mud Honey. But I swear there was some sort of almost like dirty rock or I don't know. I agree with Jason that Chris Cornell's best stuff is his soulful stuff that he did solo and with mm -hmm. Temple of the Dog. And talking about soulful, Lane Staley and Allison Chains could be one of the best blues bands out there when you really look back at the nuances of their music. Sure. Agreed, yeah. They're, uh, especially their Jar of Flies album. They're just heavy enough to be called grunge or metal, but Lane's vocals always hit me because he sang it with such raw emotion. Not to mention Jerry Cantrell's amazing guitar work. Nothing talentless about them. Agreed. It ends with the second omission is, and I totally agree with this, Sebastian Bach of Skid Row. He goes, I wasn't a huge Skid Row fan, but I know an amazing voice when I hear it. We were both huge fans, Jason and I, of Skid oh, yeah. Row. I'm surprised, Doug, you weren't. I'm surprised you weren't because you're in our age group as well. So interesting. Okay. But he goes, I know an amazing voice when I hear it. His range was incredible. And don't let his raspy style fool you. He can hit those high notes with the best of them. Even leading to some work on Broadway in Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that stitch yeah, in Broadway. Yeah. That's right. He also was on Gilmore Girls. Is it called Gilmore Girls? Is that the name of the show? Yeah, Gilmore? yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I know your job is to pick the worst. So even those guys being on the list, they certainly would have made the pick for worse. Keep up the great work. I love your show, Doug. There you go. That's very nice. Just off the top of my head, a couple of singers that probably should have been in there that weren't. And like you say, we could do that all day long. Elvis right. Presley. It mm. should have been in the list. <laughs> and then Ellen, that one was. Yeah, Elton John, Bono, um, Mike Patton. And that's the thing, though. Yeah, that would have been, we could almost do a, a, maybe a part two. I don't know. Maybe we should curate a part two. But that, but at that point, if we curate a part two, I'd almost be picking all these great singers like you just mentioned and then already have in mind who am I picking to be the worst. That's the problem when we make the yeah. list ourselves sometimes because you're almost curating 
your own bad pick, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So the, again, this is the list that we took from uh, a lot of online uh, lists. These are the ones that popped up the most. Uh, go ahead. Oh, the other way, and we had briefly talked about it was I pick 20 or 30 names, you pick 20 or 30 names, and whichever ones overlap right. um, is is the list that we come up with. And that's another way to do it. We could always revisit this list and with a variety of different singers. And But music is so subjective too, and it's got yeah. a lot of just what you connect with feeling-wise and, and emotionally is is a big part of it as well. Right, we could spend hours on this. So great stuff, great interaction. I knew that episode would garner some sort of comments and feedback. So thank you to everyone that messaged us. Feel free, guys, going back to our back catalog. There's it doesn't have to always be the last episode. Send us an email. Let us know what your thoughts are on the show in general. Oh. Give us a rating on iTunes as well. I, we would appreciate that. Oh, speaking of feedback, it's funny. We we're talking about this. A girl at work came up to me. And passed me in the lunchroom, and she says, hey, Jason. She listened to one of our shows, and uh, she says, very entertaining. So I'll take that as a compliment. There you go. Real-life interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she went out of her way to say that she was entertained. Did she ask for your autograph because you're a big-time podcaster? or She works with me on occasion, so I think that might be enough. Do you start them? Yeah. That might, yeah, yeah, she might be serious. The shine's worn. Now. The shine is the shine is worn off already. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we we wear up on a lot of people very quickly. Okay, let's get into it. Today's topic is top again. The world's huge. <laughs> we have not uh, curated the whole world's <laughs> vacation spots, but these are, I think, these are top, not the top, but top tourist destinations around the globe. Jason, you ever wondered where everyone's going on vacation? We've got the scoop on some of the most popular places in the world not all of them but some of the most will be your tour guide as we discuss some of the absolute top tour spots so get ready to be surprised listeners whether these destinations are still on your travel wish list or you've already visited a few of them already we're going to whisk you away on a journey around the globe so pack your bags let's go i'll start with number 20 we have the great smoky mountains national park in tennessee this is known as the world's most visited tourist attraction. Yeah. These mountains stretch across the border of Tennessee and North Carolina, getting their name from the mysterious blue haze that envelopes them. I did not know about this blue haze. Did you? Every time I see pictures of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, that's all I see is the top of the mountains with this oh, I just purple haze. Purple yeah. haze. All yeah. right. Did he get that from that? Jimmy? No. No. Okay. It was something else. <laughs> It was just, was it a different kind of haze? Okay. <laughs> it was a very different haze. This national park, Jason, is famous for its breathtaking landscapes, diverse wildlife, and rich cultural history. With majestic peaks, cascading waterfalls, numerous hiking trails, millions of visitors, millions flock to this yeah. destination every year to experience the wonders of the Appalachian Mountains. Have you ever thought about going there? And uh, maybe you should go there instead of the Grand Canyon. Maybe just do round two to the Appalachian Mountains, Jay. So what's interesting is when I was planning the trip to the Grand Canyon, I had read that it's the number two visited national park. And I thought, right. number two, I wonder who's number one. And then Great Smoky Mountains National Park is the number one most visited. And I was like, really? Have you okay, ever, I'm like, if you were to eat, I am too. I'm completely surprised. Like when you think of national parks, are you thinking the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? 
I don't know. I don't I didn't know anything know about it. it. <laughs> Neither did I until I Googled Grand Canyon and wondered which one was the number one. The Grand Canyon was number two. I was like, it was number two? Who's number one? This came up. So I'm going to do a little bit more investigation as to what that place offers. Anytime I see pictures of it, the first ones is just these hazy mountain, low light, hazy mountain picture. I'm not sure something that I would gravitate towards naturally myself. Right. Like, uh, right. But I would like to see what else it has to offer other than this particular look that I always see associated with it. I don't know what the blue haze is all about. I don't know. There must be some type of environmental yeah, thing know. that comes off of those mountains. I suspect being on the East Coast, it's probably closer to a larger population of people rather than in the middle of the states, the Grand Canyon or another other parks are in the middle of the U.S. There's a big population on the East Coast. So I'm guessing that's why it's quite visited. All right. But, that's awesome. Yeah. Very interesting. So number 19 is Zocalo in Mexico City, City, considered one of the world's most visited tourist attractions, known as Plaza de la Constitution. I think it's Constitution. Yeah, we're not. So it we're not sounds, like, sounds like it might be something to do with the Constitution. Yeah, Plaza, maybe the Constitution, the Constitution Plaza or something. Yeah. The Zocalo serves as the central square and historic core of Mexico City, steeped in cultural, historical, and political importance. Bordered by notable landmarks such as the Metropolitan Cathedral, National Palace, and Templo Mayor, the Zocalo is the must-see visit for tourists exploring Mexico City. Every year, this vibrant square draws millions of visitors eager to soak in its rich atmosphere and iconic surroundings. I've never heard of this place. Mexico City yeah. really doesn't do anything for me. Just uh, I don't know if I would want to spend time in the middle of Mexico. Um, if I'm going to Mexico, I'm going to the beaches. I don't know exactly where Mexico City is, but I don't think it's very... I think it's pretty central. I don't think it's very close to beaches. and That's right. where I wanted to spend time if I was in Mexico. What I should have done here, Jay, I'm able to do it right now, if people are watching us on YouTube, is we can share... I can actually share the uh, screen of uh, this, these pictures. So here we go. So that's the square right there. It's a. It just says here it's a massive size. It's central to daily life in the capital. So it's it's got something to do with the capital, of the city. It's easy to access. Yeah, there's the big landmark right in the center of Mexico City. Got a big flag in the middle. <laughs> there's the square. Why are people visiting this place? I don't get it's it. Cult, it's a cult it's cement parking lot. All right, cool. There it is, folks. Well, like, hey, how do you feel about Mexico in general? It's, I've been there a I, few times. I, beaches. I'm beaches guy. If I'm going yeah, to Mexico. I would be if, yeah, if you're going to Mexico, I'm going to the beaches too, for sure. Okay. All right, number 18, Jay, we have Pike Place Market in Seattle. Finally, I have the three spots so far. A place I've been to, and I'm sure you have too. Yeah. You, have, you, have, you, have you been to the a few market times. itself? Of okay, course. Yeah. 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 So this renowned market, Jason, has secured its place as well as one of the world's most visited tourist attractions. Nestled in the heart of downtown since 1907, Pike Place Market enchants both locals and tourists alike. The market is a bustling hub of activity featuring lively and colorful stalls, 
offering everything from fresh seafood and art foods to flowers and a variety of local crafts and souvenirs. So for anyone exploring Seattle, a visit to Pike Place Market is a must to experience its vibrant atmosphere and diverse offerings. Pike Place Market, Jason, Seattle. It's cool. The, the first Starbucks is there. I was just going to say, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's still there. If you go to Seattle and you're going to a concert, and that's the only reasons I really have been to Pike. I wouldn't go to Seattle to go to Pike Place. But there have been times when I've gone to Seattle to go to concerts and stuff. And Pike Place is a decent place to visit for a couple hours and the, the shops. And it's fun. It's got open. Yeah, here we go. We got You got your open food markets and like they say, the seafood, you got, you, you can visualize the vibrant old school right. way of how markets used to be open food, open like butcher shops, some coffee shops, people selling their art, some secondhand places in there gone. There's a record store that's in there. You go through, you flip through the records and grab an album or two. So it's a, it's really like right on the water. It's yeah. It's an atmosphere thing right on the water. I suppose if you're not from the Pacific Northwest, it, it would be more intriguing than it is to me having living on the West Coast. But it's vibrant, and again, you you can drink your Starbucks from the very first Starbucks. If that's and I have you thing. gone to Starbucks from there, Jay? Have you been to the first Starbucks? I actually I don't I think. Have. Oh, have you? I'm. I, yeah, I have. Yeah, I'm not sure if I was willing to wait in the line. <laughs> I did it. It was the best, best experience of my life. No, I remember I, I've been there. I've, I've been to it. I can just, I just now because I can say you've been to it. That's why you go to it. Yeah. All right. I will say I have been to a Starbucks in Seattle. Not, not the same, but it's close. Okay. On the southern tip of the Kowloon Peninsula, you'll find that Im Sha Sui waterfront, a stunning promenade with breathtaking views of Hong Kong drawing millions of visitors each year. It's one of Hong Kong's top tourist spots. Whether you're captivated by the Symphony of Lights show, dining at waterfront restaurants, or simply taking in the glittering skyline, the Sim Sha Tzu waterfront offers unforgettable experience in this. Sorry. What's going on? I got to turn the page. Did you print these out? Yeah, because I can't read the screen. My eyes are that's, that that's fine. You're, you're oh. certainly allowed to you're certainly allowed to read yeah. from paper. It's fine. <laughs> Offers an unforgettable experience in this vibrant city. Wow, so it is vibrant. Go. There's there's some pictures there of that's huge, eh? Wow, yeah, that's beautiful. I've been to some Asian countries in my travels as a Navy guy, and some very unique places like this would be neat to see. This is certainly a beautiful, some beautiful. Waterfront. waterfront. Now I've been to Hong Kong. Maybe oh. I've been here. To be honest with you, I don't. It all depends. It's a big place. I have I been here. How did you? That. How did? I just don't how recognize did you that enjoy the experience. Yeah, I loved yeah. Hong Kong. It's, it's oh, yeah? a beautiful country. Yeah, it's, it I love clean. Oh, it's very clean, safe. Uh, yeah. So I've been to Hong Kong. I got the. I stayed overnight in a hotel there. It was a really cool hotel. Very sleek. But I'm just looking at the architecture. So I don't think I've been to this. Part. I don't right. remember the exact. This was 20, I think it was there in 2018. So I don't quite remember exactly because I don't remember this architecture here. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. 
beautiful, beautiful country. All right, the next one, Jason, is boy, we have to, guys, you'll have to forgive us for our pronunciations. We're sorry. Sacra Cure Bascula. Oh, sorry, this is French to Paris. Perched atop Mont Monte Hill, the Sacra Cure Basilica, <laughs> thank you, is a magnificent structure with a striking white facade that captures the hearts of visitors. Inside the Basilica provides a moment of grandeur and tranquility offering a peaceful retreat from the bustling city below. Surrounding the Sacra Cure, the artistic neighborhood of Montreux beckons with its charming streets, bohemian vibe, and lively cafe culture. Okay, we'll bring up this picture. What are your thoughts you... on going to Paris? Have you ever thought about going to Paris? I... Yeah, not a lot of desire. I'm not so much a Europe person per se oh that's cool is that it oh that's, that's cool so again i can't recommend enough guys huh. to check out our youtube can, page. can you google what that word means i would like to know what uh sure the sacred oh sacred heart I, I i'm just not that drawn to europe per se okay if i was i would prefer to go and i my ignorance maybe the more the norway sure. netherlands right, croatia sacred heart, sacred heart sacred okay heart. yeah um, like those locations, as far as like France, Italy would be more of interest to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but the UK and France and stuff, oh, I, wow. I, maybe I, I need to learn more about it. Yeah. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. I've always these amazing wow. like, chapels and buildings. This is where I sometimes see the world's a simulation. I'm sorry. You know what I mean by that? Cause I think about how the humans built this back then. We didn't have People? any equipment. Yeah. I, I, do you ever get blown away by that? So there's a guy I have seen on Twitter, and he will post pictures of architecture back then and now. And, and actually, right. like, buildings of what they used to be and then how they've changed over the years. And the artistic and the feelings that have gone into – like, architecture is just so plain and boxy nowadays – so mm -hmm. cookie cutter doesn't feel like there's a lot of emotion or care that goes into it. That's amazing. That's beautiful. And we just don't see buildings that are built like that anymore. No, I know it's weird, but that's what I mean. It's weird. It's weird how it seemed like those things were harder to build back then <laughs> and they were able to build them back then. I'm just, I'm confused by it. Well, they, yeah, they wanted to, like they must've just really wanted to put, they, yeah, I don't know no. to think of how to All think right. of that, but we don't put that type of feeling into buildings anymore or structures. It doesn't seem. I guess not. Yeah, that's why so, we visit. That's why we visit. Yeah, that's true. Golden Gate Park in San Francisco isn't just a gateway to the iconic Golden Gate Bridge; it's a destination in itself. Renowned as one of the world's top tourist attractions, this park is a verdant oasis with lush landscapes charming lakes and scenic walking paths it's the perfect spot for a leisurely stroll a pause to enjoy nature and a delightful picnic in the beautiful city by the bay have you been there you've been there haven't you have you been there i've been to san francisco did we go over the bridge we went to the pier one of the peers, famous When peers. we were kids, we drove yeah, to California that's... from British Columbia. But I've been there Not... as an adult again in my Navy oh. days. I've been there. 
So okay. I've been there as an adult. Yeah. We sailed underneath the Golden Gate, which is called the ship. Really? I, I actually have photos of myself or video going underneath the bridge. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, beautiful state park. San Francisco is a great city, actually. Yeah. It it's basically like, like it, Victoria, it, but it's, it's the California Victoria, if that makes sense. It's just a beautiful, plush, beautiful scenery. And it's California weather, right? Yeah, unfortunately, from a lot of indications that it's gone downhill a lot. I think um, LA has. Not... Yeah, no, San Francisco as well. Elon Musk talks a lot about it. Oh, no. Because that's where X's uh, headquarters are. Okay. And there's, I've seen many videos of, I don't want to speak disparagingly of people. Well, yeah, probably well, people. Yeah, they were miraculously able to clean up a lot of it when. Kim oh, that's right. no, yeah, that I was gonna say Kim Jong uh, President Chi from China, President X I from China, a week before they were able to miraculously move Is it President in. X? Sorry, isn't President X I President Eleven? He's President Number One and Eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, stupid joke. Little ro- little Roman numeral humor. Okay. Yeah, it's too bad that's happening to California. Unhoused issue is a real problem there and it's, it's all mental health and drugs my friends and it's unfortunate it's just not safe. or yeah or drugs become a mental health issue too it looks beautiful oh, I, I don't remember much of it i remember the big steep hills that we drove down did we go over the golden state bridge when we were kids i, I don't recall we may have i think Is dad there... must have driven across the bridge i think he might have i think i swear he did I, I can't imagine we would have driven to california and they didn't put that on the itinerary to cross the bridge. Isn't it amazing, Jay, that we drove? This was 1987, 88, that we went down to California as a family, the Buick Sabre, no air conditioning in the car. Do, do you always find it fascinating that we actually did that trip? Like, how did we do well, that trip? How did we fit everything in the car? Our luggage? We six had no people, camper trailer. No, six, six people, people no, two-door Buick Sabre. Six, do this? I mean, two-door, two-door. Three people, yes, two doors, <laughs> three, three in the front, three, three in the back. <laughs> Ruben was in the front seat with the parents, and us boys were in the back. And I was like 12, you were 14 or 13. Dion was 18. How did we do this trip, man? I don't even, I don't remember staying in hotels. I, we camped at some spots too. How did we bring every? I remember camping weird... in California. At a, yeah, a, we camped at the Disney like across, basically across the street from Disneyland. <laughs> can't believe we did that trip i actually can't. i don't know how we did it i remember going we're going like oh it's gonna be la down there and you can see la from up high and you're looking down and all of a sudden like the heat you remember yeah. the heat wave no like you say no air conditioning we're just rolling down the windows and just oven that's the, my biggest memory was the oven but bless our parents hearts for making that trip that was very sweet it, of them to take it the was boys good to... it, was, it was good and um i remember star you... tours that was the highlight Star Tours. Remember that ride, mm. Star Tours? That was the yeah. big highlight back then in the 80s. Oh, man, that's funny. All right. You've got the next one, or do I have the next one? Oh, it's it's my turn. Yes, Notre Dame, another Paris one. We tried hard not to repeat too many countries, but some were just too good to not repeat. And that's, of course, Notre Dame Cathedral. This is obviously a very popular destination spot. It's a masterpiece of Gothic architecture. Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris continues to captivate millions of visitors annually, despite the tragic fire in 2019 that left the cathedral in need of restoration. It remains a symbol of resilience and hope. While the interior is currently closed to the public, well, that's too bad. 
The exterior still showcases the cathedral's timeless beauty, and visitors can witness the ongoing restoration efforts. So that's going to mar its touring. I had forgotten about the fire. You? Well, now I remember. But right, yeah, yeah. I guess you just forgot yeah. about the fire. It's unfortunate. So there's some pictures here, of course, of Notre Dame. Beautiful cathedral. I guess the outside alone is really pretty. Can we see it? Oh, sorry. Oh, my apologies. Yes, of course. Oh, that's beautiful. You can't go inside. I'm sorry. I would have a hard time. I would have a hard time justifying making the trip if you couldn't go inside. Because you want to see inside. Here's some damage here. Ooh, that's bad. It sucks because... You're burning the history. You can restore it, but what does that mean? You know what I mean? You restored it, but it's it's a modern restoration of what it used to look like. That's what it used to look like, but now that's the inside now. As time has gone on, they've added plumbing, they've added lights, they add stuff. So it's never going to be an original anyways, but you definitely take away a lot of the history through the brain. I think... They might say why was it a, a worker like a spark from i forgot that's right wasn't it like a spark from a lamp or something or a lighting somebody fixed i, I want to say i wish there's a way we could google this and find out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it was well, a worker mishap or something. yeah okay there it is there's pictures of the fire itself yeah i remember this now boy can you imagine the heartbreak when this was on fire for people to witness I didn't know it was so flammable. It's all wow. wood. It's all wood. That roof, the, all the structure of the roof was just wood. Boy, fire doesn't care, eh? It just don't no. care. <laughs> it has no feelings. It doesn't care what it's destroying. Wow. Okay. Sad, but there you go. But beautiful building, and hopefully the restoration brings back some of that magic. All right, Jay, the next one. The Forbidden City. Is that the one? So thank you, Jason, for alerting me to that number error. So, Jay, why don't you just start again with number... So unlucky number 13 disappeared. So it doesn't exist. These are just 19 of the top destinations. So, Jay, you got number 12. I guess for all intents and purposes, it's 12 now. So 13 doesn't exist. 12, what do you got for 12? The Forbidden City of Beijing. Nestled in the heart of Beijing, the Forbidden City is a magnificent imperial palace complex with over 500 years of history as the residence of Chinese emperors. It's UNESCO, UNESCO, World Heritage Status, and what cultural significance make it a must-visit for history enthusiasts. Every year, millions of visitors explore its sprawling courtyards, ornate palaces, and intricate architectural details, offering a glimpse into the grandeur and ancient Chinese civilization. I would definitely love to visit this, the Forbidden City, right? Like, how iconic is this place? Yeah, it's pretty cool. China has an, an incredible history. Oh, yeah. In and of itself. It's fascinating yeah. history. It's a cool culture. It's so cool. I don't know. Ancient China and its history and the, just all the stuff, the armor from their ancient warriors and armies and their culture and their art. And I don't know. It's just a fascinating culture. Yeah. The Forbidden City. All right, so I'm guessing cool. this is like Shogun was filmed here, right? Oh, like stuff like that, or some Empire of the Sun. Yeah, I suspect. Yeah. 
Bruce Lee films and things like that were filmed here, I, I bet, in that courtyard. Very cool. Definitely, I, I can say this would never be on my on this list, not my worst to go. All right. Mm-hmm. The next one, Jay, of course, we hinted at already. I almost wanted to divide these. Or actually, what I'll do is I'll, I'll combine these two. So we'll make it an even 18. There you go. So we won't number these anymore. I'm confused what number we're at. But with if I combine these two, and then I'll be we'll have eighteen, nice even. Okay. So these are the Disneyland parks, both in Anaheim and in Orlando, and I think that's why I'll combine the two of them. But the, I'll speak yeah, first about the Anaheim one. Yeah. The original Disneyland in Anaheim has been enchanting visitors since 1955, and it holds a special place in the hearts of Disney fans as the inaugural Disney theme park. It brings Walt Disney's imagination to life. Its historical significance, along with iconic attractions like Sleeping Beauty Castle and Pirates of the Caribbean, make it a pilgrimage for Disney enthusiasts worldwide. And in conjunction with this part of the list, we'll go with Disney's World Magic Kingdom Orlando. Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida is a magical and vast destination, offering unparalleled entertainment, enchanting experiences, and beloved Disney characters. What distinguishes Disney World in Orlando is its sheer size and scope, covering over 25,000 acres with its expansive grounds and a wide array of attractions. It stands as the largest Disney resort globally, providing a magical experience on an unprecedented scale. So basically, Disneyland itself and America's Disneyland's Jay, thoughts on Disneyland? I've enjoyed the couple times that I've been there. Right. Once when we were kids, uh, when when my kids were younger, I enjoyed it for their sake more than mine. And watching their enthusiasm as an adult, would I really care to go? No. But I get the allure as a family destination. Right? Like every nightmare now. It's just a nightmare of crowds and stuff. Like that's, I wish it was. Yeah, I've been, okay, so I've been to Disneyland when we were teenagers. We went with our parents. And I went again uh, later as a teenager, four years later with uh, a friend's family. They took me to Disney World in Florida, so I went there. They had a sibling or daughter that couldn't make the airfare ticket, so I got a free ride. And then I went in 2010 with the family. So I've been a few times to Disneyland, and it was really fun with the kids. I feel like even with the 2015, we're just getting to that part where it wasn't too crazy. We went in October, which is not a bad time to go, like middle October, because there's no holidays in the States around that time. And I, uh, But I feel like it's just gotten busier for some reason. I don't know why. I, I feel like I've heard it's gotten even busier. But I, I do enjoy it, and it is a lot of fun. But, boy, you just got to be ready for the crowd. So you have to kick your kids when they're able to walk around. Oh, yeah. When, I, when we were there, you would see people with young children. And what a nightmare. Oh, what a nightmare. And I don't know why you, parents you to take to young kids. I don't get it. Nine to nine to thirteen, maybe, is probably the best ages. Yep. Yeah, because they can walk around. They understand. You have to wait. Uh, they understand those concepts. They can go on every ride. And anyways, that being said, yeah, don't take your young kids. Okay, Jay, next one. Okay, so hmm. did I give you another one that's hard to pronounce? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Every year, Fanuel Hall Marketplace in Boston becomes a magnetic attraction for millions of visitors with estimates reaching the tens of millions. Dating back to the 18th century, Faneuil Hall played a crucial role as a meeting place for American colonists 
advocating for independence. Today, it welcomes explorers to dive into its historic halls, explore the diverse shops and eateries in Quincy Market, and relish street performances by local artists. Wow, interesting. Oh, is that it? Yeah, so here's some pictures here of the halls. Yeah, this is, it's. I guess it's the East Coast version of the Pike Place Market, to a degree. Maybe just, you've got the Boston Market. Yeah, it looks a little bit uh, more structured, a little bit more organized. There must be some history to this location, the American history that I'm not fully aware of. Yeah. Some of these buildings are pretty cool, though. Yeah, I've never been to the, I've never been to any of the Eastern states. And right now I'm stationed in Ottawa, Canada, in the military. And I think we're going to have to make a summer drive, the family, just down to the states there because. It's only, for example, I think it's only a six or seven hour drive to New York City type things. Oh. Like we're that close. Yeah. So I think we might just have to make a day, spend a couple of days in like New York and I go to the Philly. <laughs> make a day of it to to New York. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like you go, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like, hey, I'm here. Hey, huh, bye. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to really investigate what it is that you want to see. You want to right. go to well, the Rocky cities. Steps. That's sure. One thing, though. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Okay. All right. The next one speaking is of the Grand. Yeah, speaking of New York, Grand Central Terminal, New York City. This is situated in Midtown Manhattan. Grand Central Terminal is not just a transportation hub, Jason, but a captivating architectural gem and historical landmark. It's bow art style, iconic clock, celestial ceiling mural, and bustling ambience draw more than just commuters making it one of the most visited tourist attractions in the world. Every year, tens of millions of visitors marvel at the splendor of Grand Central Terminal. There it is. Grand Central Terminal, Jason. Tens of millions of visitors. Interesting. I think if you make a trip to New York, these are the places you'd visit. So one place we'd have to visit would be the Grand Central Terminal. Okay. If you're on the subway, if you're catching the subway, if you dare do that... <laughs> Yeah, know. is it dangerous? I don't know. I don't know. All the online videos that I see of the subway rides are never really that positive. Yeah, but, the, but uh, those are the ones maybe, that are viral. But there's thousands of travelers, like tens of thousands of travelers a day. Like it's not like, like it, the ones that go viral are the ones that they're one in a thousand type moments. But sure, yeah, I hope to. Yeah. Okay, what do you got there, Jay? Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, Mm -hmm. straddling the United States and Canada border, stands as a breathtaking natural wonder, captivating visitors with its powerful cascades and stunning beauty. Comprising the Horseshoe Falls, American Falls, and Bridal Veil Falls, each section offers unique perspectives and awe-inspiring views. Boat tours like the Maid of the Mist provide up-close encounter with the Thundering Falls, while scenic hiking trails and observation decks offer panoramic vistas. It's no wonder that some people wait a lifetime for the chance to witness the Niagara Falls. Yeah, I've never been. You ever been? I haven't. I live in Ottawa, Ontario, and I actually just Googled the other day. Oh, how close are the waterfalls? Mm-hmm. And it's still a six-hour, seven-hour drive. It takes as long to get to the Niagara Falls as it does to take to New York City. Oh, wow. Funny enough. Yeah. Ontario is a big province. That's part yeah, of it. Yeah, sure. But- is it something that you would want to do? I don't know. It's, I guess right. it's, is it free? That's the other thing. You can just go there and I don't know. I think so. I think you just might have to pay a 
park entrance fee. Uh, Wasn't you know, there like a Superman car. movie scene? Yeah, there was. Yeah, Superman? yeah. It was, that's that, one, the, that scene scared the crap out of me as a kid. I remember feeling stressed out as a kid watching that scene in the movie. And but of course, Superman saved him. The idea of falling scares the crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait for it to finish. You're falling. You gotta yeah. wait. You have to wait for the outcome. Maybe I need so, to investigate what it is to do at the Grand Canyon. Hiking trails and stuff. That sounds interesting. But to sit there and the just... Niagara Falls? You said Grand Canyon. You meant the falls. Oh, sorry. The Grand... The Niagara Falls. They mentioned, I, I mentioned that there's hiking trails and stuff. I'd be curious to see what type of trails there are to do. There is a four-hour tour that you can take. And it's a highly rated tour. It looks like it's 165 bucks Canadian. That's what you might even have to do. If you're going to make the trip to the Niagara Falls, take the tour. Like you probably have access to things and see things. And uh, do you do you hear about the guy that went over in a, a barrel over the falls? That's crazy, man. Like, oh, there's lots people, of people like, have gone over. But why do people? T- I, don't <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. Why would you do that? What does it prove? Anyways, some of these aerial photos are look pretty cool from quite way a ways up. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this is the tour here. There's a boat there in the middle, so that's probably part of the tour. <laughs> Is you get to go out there close. So there you go. That's the access you get there. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Okay. All right, Jay. What do you got for the next one? That's yours. Oh, it's mine. My apologies. Okay. We've got the Colosseum. Now we're talking. Majestically standing as a symbol of ancient Roman engineering and grandeur, the Colosseum in Rome is an iconic tourist attraction that transports visitors to a time of gladiatorial combat and grand public events. Drawing millions of tours annually, this architectural marvel allows visitors to marvel at its impressive amphitheater and immense themselves in the rich history embedded within the ancient walls. Are you not entertained, Jason? Would you like to go see the Coliseum? Absolutely. Okay, so I'm not going to hold any punches here. Of all the things that are on this list that we have read and will read, this is literally the place that I would love to go. All right. So this is not making your worst pick. Is that what you're saying? No. When I said Italy, I'm thinking of these type of scenes, right? This type of historical experience. To see that in real life would be amazing to me. That's what I would like to do. That's where I would like to visit. Oh, yeah. I would love to go here. I think Rome, I agree. Italy, Rome. Italy itself, I think that'd be a, a country Vatican. I don't know if you yeah. can how far you can into the Vatican you can go, but the, just the historical, the intrigue, the what is right. it that they got going on there? There's cool, the call scene eh? there. It is cool. Yep. There and we talk is. about like his history and and right. the architecture of the past. Just mm-hmm. fascinating that they had the vision and the ability. And then again, of- they built they built this by hand, no machinery. I don't wow. get it. I, yeah, I don't get it. I just don't understand how they did it. And they, it's not just a matter of putting the blocks together, but they shaped them and created these shapes and then placed the shapes together. Do you get what I'm saying? Am I just like naive? I don't know how humans did it back then. Only if there's only a way that we could find out when this was built. I'm going to guess like 200 BC or something or 100 BC. It was completed. Oh, 80 AD. Okay. All right. So it's still yeah. 2,000 years old. So, yeah, crazy. 2,000 years ago. It's like That's so cool. That is pretty wild. That's pretty wild. That is pretty wild. Okay. 
All right, Jay, you got the next one. Yeah, so Central Park. Welcoming an estimated 42 million visitors each year stands as one of the most visited urban parks globally. Its allure lies in the accessibility year-round events and concerts offering in tranquil haven amidst the bustling metropolis. Visitors can meander along tree-lined paths, picnic on the Great Lawn, paddleboat on the lake, explore the famous Central Park Zoo, or discover numerous sculptures, fountains, and gardens scattered throughout the park. Is Central Park cleaned up, or is that have like we talked about LA's or San Francisco's issues? It really feels like here it really feels like it, it. It is a place that you could go fairly safely. I think that that's a thing of the past. Okay, but look here, Jay. I don't know if you ever seen like an aerial shot of the park. Like quite, it really it's, is a Central Park. It's it's yeah. weird how much land is just in the middle of New York. Do you find that fascinating? Look how big that it is. Yeah, I, I like that. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I didn't realize it was. I didn't think it was that big. I didn't know it was that big. Right, that smack in the middle there, eh? And look how all the buildings yeah. just go right around it. What? That's so odd. Yeah. I wonder why they did it like this. What the history of? Well, that this was. is yeah. This is old, way way back when they were planning the city. They they must have dedicated this piece of land. Is that what New York would have looked like if it, you know buildings weren't on it, or is it how? Have you seen uh, a picture? Have you seen a picture of New York before it was built? No. And is that man-made lake? Is that a man-made lake? That big? Uh, kinda... I, don't, I don't think so. So there's some. Where was it? I saw a picture just the other day of New York, and it's a fascinating. It's like on Instagram or something. Just how with the land? Yeah, right here. I think it was this picture. Here's a co- compare and contrast. Obviously, a CGI image of just what would it, what did New York look like before as land? Here's a picture here. There you go. Manhattan used to be one giant lush park, and this is what it looked like. There you go. See that, Jay? Mm. Over here. Yeah. So that lake looks, is that must be the natural. lake that it must be natural? Yeah. It looks like that's the water that is. It's well, odd that they built the city there. I, I was just going to say, probably because the, the water access, probably. Yeah. Easy access for ports. Yeah. Yeah. It's Boats. a port. Act. Look. But there, that's New York without the building. Isn't that weird? This plot of land became such a hub. Such a hub. This is all land. Beautiful land. And then boom. Sorry, our audio listeners. What do you guys? That's great. A lot of good that does us. Check out our YouTube but or just Google yourself. It's quite a fascinating contrast is just see that land and then boom, cities. The jungle scape, as they say. Not only is there a lot of New York on top of the land, but New York is miles deep with the subways right, and tunnels and, and stuff. So it's developed up and down. Anyway. Yeah, true. So New York has a lot of places to visit. We've got Times Square. New Year's Eve is coming up, Jay. Times Square is a big place for that. It's renowned for its dazzling billboards, neon lights, and bustling atmosphere. Times Square is a mesmerizing destination that annually attracts, Jason, 50 million visitors. It has practically become synonymous with heavily touristic places drawing people from around the globe to experience its vibrant energy and iconic new york city vibe again the dropping of the ball every year times square new york city it wasn't always like this i believe it got cleaned up was it mayor rudolph julian that cleaned it up was it him it was his ruling that did that say what you want about him and his hair dye and all that stuff uh, other issues Mm -hmm. he might have but good for him for cleaning up new york city 
Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it seems like a lot of that headway has, has, has disappeared. Is it going back again? Is it, it decaying has. again a little bit? Yeah. Is it again? Yeah. Aye. Why? <laughs> because you get people who don't want to, I don't know, seem like not want to enforce the laws. Oh, weird. Soft on crime. Well, that's what I hear as somebody just that may sure. or may not be true. I'm just some guy on the West Coast of Canada who gets glimpses of what I hear on the radio and TV and right. Some let us know, people, our listeners from New York. We've got some people from New York who listen to the show. Let us know. Is New is it is it where do do has it slid a bit? Park okay? Yeah, has it slid a bit? I I don't know. It feels again homelessness. I know the immigration there from what I've seen on the news lately that a lot of people who cross the southern border are being bussed into New York. And they've created laws where they are forced to house these immigrants and they're running out of hotels. They're anyway, it feels like it's, it's become a mess again. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I'm just let us know. Yeah, we're just uh, yeah. ignorant Canadians. Let us know. All right, Jay, this uh, next one is yours. And I've been here before. So what do you got? I've been here as well. I've been here as well. Yeah. Now, cool. I've heard that Las Vegas, because okay, so we're talking about Las Vegas Strip. Right. Uh, Although the exact count is a bit elusive, the average annual football is a, is upwards of 42 million. Trips. 42 million people visit a year. I thought it'd be more than New York, but it is. Actually, I've read in other states when we were preparing our stats and stuff for this. Right. Las Vegas is the number one visited place in the world. Okay. So maybe the numbers might be off. The strip is a master of reinvention perpetually evolving to cater to everyone's tastes from its renowned casinos and dazzling lights to iconic resorts, world-class shows, gourmet dining, luxurious spas, shopping galore. The strip has it all. and continues to be an unparalleled destination for global travelers. Yeah. Okay. So I went there for the first time and only time so far in 2016. It's funny. It's around uh, the time we went in 20. 20- 12 or 13. Interesting. So I went with Ethan initially and we flew in to see uh, Guns N' Roses with yeah. for the first shows with Slash and Duff Reunited. That's right. And then Ethan flew out and then Austin, my oldest, flew in and we spent a few days in Vegas. And then from there we bust to LA to see Kobe Bryant's last game at the Staples Center. That's right. Some people feel differently about Vegas. I had a great time. I had great memories. This looks like a lot of people are having fun. I yeah, they're just having fun, and it's I like a place to go to have fun. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't seem overly the... crowded either. It's odd. It was like you don't. I yeah, don't I, yeah. I, there was one time where I felt a little bit uncomfortable. I forget what we did, Austin and I, and, and we went off the beaten path a little bit to go to one other place. Oh. And and quickly, I was like, yeah, exactly. But the Strip, and what was the other place? The Older Vegas. What's the name of that Older Vegas? There was a Fremont. Oh. Oh. The Fremont Fremont experience. It's like Older Vegas versus the the Newer Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that had the older lights and this undercover. Yeah. Two different kind of vibes. Okay. Both fun, people having a good time, 
Ethan and I stayed at New York, and I did one dollar slot by the elevator. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and then, <laughs> if I did, it wasn't very much. And then right. Austin and I went to the Golden Nugget near the Fremont. Yep. I think it was Golden Nugget. And enjoyed my time. Awesome stuff. Uh, Vegas. But did you uh, like it? Yeah, we love Vegas. We had a great time. I love the city too. I like the vibe. That's the city I could probably live in. That area, the temperature. I like that heat. Yeah. Uh, desert heat. It's nice heat. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. All right, Jay, you... Oh, I've got the next one. Do I have the next one? Yeah, you do. Yeah, the Great Wall of China. The Great Wall of China. China. The Great Wall of China as a World Heritage Site. It stands as an awe-inspiring marvel of human engineering and one of the world's most iconic landmarks. Spanning thousands of miles across rugged terrain, this monumental structure serves as a testament to China's historical significance and cultural heritage. Every year, millions of visitors from around the world flock to witness the grandeur of the Great Wall, making it one of the most visited tourist attractions globally, of course. Obviously, I would love to go visit that place one day. Jay? Yeah, that'd be very cool to see. I actually watched recently how remember that magic trick david copperfield walking through the great wall of china and how they did that <laughs> what did you just go through one of the tunnels one yes. of the doorways really there are that's it oh my god it's all smoke and mirrors so he was on the one side and of course he walks up the stairs then he goes through the silhouette but when it shows that person going through the silhouette with the backlight it's not actually him it's a double and he's being wheeled away with the stairs that get pulled away he's in the stairs he gets pulled away and he just crawls underneath the the tunnel and he pops it on the other side while his uh, double does that lighting trick on the one side that looks like he's going through the wall (laughs) these aren't even tricks these aren't even tricks People just don't realize that there are tunnels. He just put the magic trick next to a tunnel that goes underneath the wall. That's it. Because oh, everyone just thinks it's a wall that just doesn't allow people to go. But yeah, you can go in between. Yeah, there are not everywhere sure. where there are spots where you go through. Yeah. And he just went through the wall. He just walked through. It came on the other side. So when they put the stair back and he comes through the wall. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How did we ever think this was tricky? Anyways. <laughs> I never really cared for david copperfield i never really felt the awe of what it was that he was doing because to me it was always especially when it's done on tv so as it's a tv it's this could be recorded right. a thousand different times oh, yeah but the great wall china they had people looking down below and they would run they ran to the other side that was the big thing they ran they watched him go through the wall and they ran to the other side to watch him come out <laughs> come on and he also made the statue of liberty disappear there's a great site that shows how to debunk all these. It's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Yeah. He's extremely rich. Remember we did a, oh, yeah. a podcast on one of the like the richest celebrity. I forget what it was, but he was like one of the highest net worth people. And I'm like, wow. Didn't he date one of those models or was he married to a model? Who was he married I'm sure. to? I'm He's sure. He's worth he a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He has a net worth of a billion dollars. Why? For, for pretending. Some sites are saying up to two billion. That's crazy. So from one, for, for walking underneath the tunnel. Pretending. Pre- Claudia Schiffer, uh, that's right. He was married to Claudia Schiffer. Oh, that's right. She was probably tricked too. Yeah, no kidding. But, but anyway, back to the Great Wall. What a fascinating structure. 
And the land that they chose to build that wall on does not seem to be the easiest landscapes to yeah. decide to build. That's an amazing structure. Again, another accomplishment by humans back in the time where there's no machines, it's just hard work lugging stone after stone. I don't know. I don't know how they did this stuff, folks. The world's a simulation. Check out our, our episode about the world being a simulation. All right, Jay, the next one. The Louvre Museum is a cultural gem and one of the most world's most prestigious institutions, boasting an extensive collection that spans thousands of years, include iconic masterpieces like the Mona Lisa and the Venus oh, de Milo. The Louvre offers an unparalleled journey through art and history, drawing as many as 10 million visitors each year. The museum location in the former royal palace oh, adds its allure, making it a must-visit for art enthusiasts and tourists alike. If I had to go somewhere in Paris, I think the Louvre would where it's where you'd want to go. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. So a Louvre is a door or window with narrow, flat, sloping pieces of wood or glass across the frame. So that's the triangle that we're looking at. So that's what that means. So that's, yeah, that's that is the Louvre. Right there. That's referred to as the Louvre. But there it is. Yeah, very beautiful. That's a place to visit for sure. Yeah, I'd agree. Check out a book. The Louvre. I'm here to check out a book of the Louvre. All right, Jay, the last one. Navy Pier Chicago, another pier. Perched along the scenic shoreline of Lake Michigan and Chicago, Navy Pier. Stands as a vibrant and iconic destination, offering a diverse range of entertainment, dining, and cultural experiences. Navy Pier is a favorite among locals and a popular stop for tourists. Its stunning views, amusement rides, live performances, and varied attractions create a captivating waterfront charm that lures millions of visitors each year, showcasing the best of Chicago's lakeside allure. So the Navy Pier, very famous site. Jay, thoughts on the Navy Pier? I've never heard of this place. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you have? Yeah. I don't think I have a whole clothing line from it. Isn't there a clothing line called Navy Pier? Am I crazy? I think you're but crazy. But here it is. Uh, I might be crazy. Oh, wow. So here's an aerial shot here. Okay. I, oh. I think about the pier ones that we've seen, like the Pike and the Boston yeah. one. I think this might be the one I would want to go to. It's got a Ferris wheel. and Yeah, there's the Navy Pier. A lot of people enjoy their time when they go to Chicago. Yeah, it's not a place that's in my mind that I would want to go, but a lot of people when they do go are here of reviews of Chicago. It's mostly positive. Right, for sure. We thought we had 20, but we made a couple of clerical errors. We apologize, folks. We're down to 18. So this is the top 18. Of course, the world is a huge place. We, can, we didn't even bring up Australia and you know, Fiji and Hawaii. There's just so many places to visit. But what makes these places more than just those are like beach locations, you know what I mean? Everyone wants to go to the beach like Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii a few times in my Navy career. And it's a nice place. It's great. But you go there for the beach. There's very little to see in the way of it doesn't have those like the forbidden city type vibe to it. So these are more of places that have some sort of cultural type, but yeah, history. again, we could do, there's like hundreds of places. These are the top tier, uh, but there's hundreds. So let us know again, another email comments of where we left off some of the best places in the world to visit, but these are 18. They are in no particular order. Great Smoky Mountains in, in Tennessee, Pike Place Market in Seattle, Sim Shot Sui Waterfront in Hong Kong, Sacre Cue Bascula in Paris, the Golden State Park in San Francisco, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, 
the Forbidden City in Beijing, Disneyland Parks in Anaheim and Orlando, the Faneuil Hall Marketplace, a Faneuil Hall Marketplace in Boston, Grand Central Terminal in New York City, Niagara Falls, Niagara, the Coliseum in Rome, Central Park, New York City, Times Square, New York City, Las Vegas Strip, the Great Wall of China, the Louvre, and Navy Pier in Chicago. Jason, of those 18 places in the world, you have to visit 17 of them. One of them you do not get to visit. You're going to leave off your list. Which one are you going to leave off your list? This was a tough one. I had a couple places where I think, yeah. But I think if I had to say no to one, before you make your pick, don't mm. pick one where you've already been to. So just I know, you know yeah, like, like Pike Place or whatever. Yeah, okay. we've been there, so we've already been there. Golden Gate, we've been to. Uh, so I'm yeah, going to pick a place that I haven't been to, and I won't. I guess I, I, I might... think I think I'm going to have to say it's a toss. I think I might have to say Niagara Falls, <laughs> the waterfall. <laughs> How long do you look at waterfalling? <laughs> like you're not even a hike. It's not like a destination of a hike. But could you imagine like hiking 10 hours and then go boom and you open up and you're like the waterfalls? You, know, you drive up, you park your car, you look over, and oh, here's waterfalls. I, I don't, yeah, I, I think that's a good, yeah, that's I'm I lean towards that. I, I hear you, it's valid, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but I would have to say for me, it would be um, one of the two peers. Now, I've already been to Pike Place. Yeah. So that's off the list. I've already been there. I've experienced it. I think I would still like to see Niagara because you're saying you would rather go to the other two piers, Navy Chicago Pier and the one in Boston. So I'm going to say the Boston location, the Boston market, whatever that one was. I think eh, I think I'd get tired. Of, yeah, the the marketplace in Boston. I'd be bored of that one very quickly because I'm not a big shopper anyways. I think it'd be cool to see some of the old Boston architecture. But between Boston and Chicago, I think I might rather visit Chicago. So sorry to our boston listeners but i'd rather visit chicago and i'd rather visit the falls in general because it really is a landmark place just say i've been there i'd give up boston over niagara at this point but i it's valid yeah, i think once true. you're at the that's, falls that's... yeah but once you're at the falls i agree you're like okay cool you know the falls are like okay cool spray hitting you a little bit and you're like all right. yeah you're gonna have to shell out the money to get down the water that's the thing so it's either you i just think look at the falls i think from or... yeah i think for me the falls already being so easily accessible and already so yeah. commercialized that yeah. it distracts from or de- yeah distracts from the experience of it being a final destination and some type of a exploratory yeah. experience. But you're right. Like some of these piers, I agree. I've seen the Chicago pier, but Chicago might be an interesting place to go. A lot of people, I hear positive things yeah. about Chicago, despite a lot of the negative stuff I hear about Chicago too. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that pier looked cool. You say the Boston Square or whatever, but maybe there's like some, I I don't know. There's a couple in there. A lot of these aren't my, like the New York, I have no desire to go to New York ever. I guess I'm more of, I would, my destinations, if I won a million dollars and I could go anywhere in the world, I'd be going to places like Machu Picchu or the Galapagos Islands or at least like places of just, the cities in Rome, like that Colosseum type of thing, that'd be my, more my jam, right. I guess you would say. Cityscapes and all that, as interesting as it could be, I wouldn't gravitate towards it in general. All right. 
But this is fun. I have another fun episode, Jay. Remember, everyone, send us an email. Let us know your thoughts on the show or in general or any topics you might want us to cover. Also, rate us on iTunes. The majority of our listeners do listen to iTunes or give us a comment on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We'll read those out. Remember, in front of every silver lining, there's a cloud. And today for Ryan, it was the marketplace in Boston. And for Jason, it was Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm.